Beer. Beer. Bong. 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 Tyler, I would just like to say that I fucking hate you for introducing me to Nano War of Steel. Why? Because I cannot get Norwegian reggaeton out of my fucking head. That sounds like a personal problem. And <laughs> I am damned and determined now to memorize that fucking song so I can just make somebody at a bar piss their pants with laughter during karaoke one night. That's but it's find that song. so damn hard. It's 80% Spanish, 15% English, 5% Norwegian. I barely speak English. Son of a bitch. I need to hear this. Oh my god, uh, after, once we're done recording the podcast, <laughs> I'll show you the music video. Like that I need to they're hear, that sounds amazing. Band, oh, dude, they're great, they're an Italian metal band, and their name is a, started as a parody of Manowar, because they used to be Nanowar, and then uh, the Italian power metal band Rhapsody had to change their name legally, yeah. and so they're like, we're going to make fun of that, now we're Nanowar of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. And they're great. Uh, Tyler introduced me to them. Uh, with this song called Valhalla It's a gospel metal song uh, praising Odin. It's fucking hilarious. Nice. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Norwegian reggaeton is just so fucking funny because they do it as like a Norwegian black metal band doing a reggaeton song. <laughs> and the music video just ah, bah, 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 bah. Big booty goth girls galore. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. You're going to have to send me this link for later. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I have to watch it. In private, I'm, I'm for, about uh, them, you know, big booty goth girls. Hell yeah! You know, in private for scientific research. Sure, why not? And this has been recording the whole time, so that's the intro to our podcast. Yay! <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, uh, welcome to another Brioche Bongs and Battle Axes. I'm Mike, joined once again by Tyler. Hi, and we've got a guest today that isn't normally involved with the Ham Fisted Entertainment. My good buddy, Evan. Hi. And. uh... What are we talking about today, Tyler? Why are you asking me? <laughs> because you're the one who knows nothing about it. You He's guys new today. are talking about Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yes, we're going to be reviewing the game Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which uh, I'll just say right off the bat, favorite Dragon Ball game to come out Absolutely. in years. I think the last one I played was like, what's that fighting one? It's like Budokai? Tenkaichi Budokai? <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh, Budokai Tenkaichi. It might have been oh, the second it? one, though. Two. Because it had, like, Kid Boo and shit. But yeah, it looked really two. cool. It was, like, cel-shaded. Yep. That was a good game, but that was the last one I played. Yeah, it was good artwork. See, I, I as much as I love the artworks to, for those games, I could never really get into them because they played too much, like, Mortal Kombat games, mm-hmm. and the combat was just too slow for what the anime set up your expectations for Dragon Ball Z combat to really be... Well, have you played Fighter Z? Yeah, I got that it. That nuts. It is. That's more fast paced. Well, and that's also attributed to the fact that they dumbed down the controls because, yes. like uh, Budokai, you have to do like a Mortal Kombat, like back, right, front, up, down, B, X, square, and then you do a Kamehameha wave. Whereas that one, it's like Kakarot, where she's like and left trigger and X and yeah. you hit left and do the move, <laughs> which is it was what it's gotta be. Just don't play people online. It, it will not make you enjoy life. Well, that's any fighting game. Yeah. I directly tried Mortal Kombat 11 one night. No. I have, well, I think I almost <laughs> tossed my remote out the window. 
Pick something up, you fucker. God damn it. I haven't... I kind of stopped playing fighting games ever since they moved into the 3D space. Like, back in the Super Nintendo days where you literally had a D-pad and that was it. I was fine. I could master the moves, could hold my own in a fight. But then you start getting the thumbsticks and it just... It all went out the window. Mm-hmm. I'm not smart enough for these modern-day video games. But this one's also an RPG, though, right? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Uh, I guess before we get into like talking about the game game itself, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where your love of Dragon Ball comes from, uh, My love for Dragon Ball came one day. Uh, I was laying in bed as a child. I don't know how old I was. I Whatever. Um, flipping through TV channels, and Cartoon Network decided to switch one day from regular shows to Toonami. And good lord... It was Frieza, like the beginning of the Frieza saga. Ooh, that's a good and place to come in. It was the best place to start. Like, I never watched Dragon Ball before. Um, I watched Dragon Ball Z. Um, and I remember it was like the episode where Frieza uh, comes down and is looking for the Dragon Balls. Um, and it just took off from there. I figured out the times and just kept watching every single episode. Then I went back and watched everything else ever. Um, I probably watched every episode twice, except for GT. I don't like GT. Um, that's understandable. It's just too many people do. It's too goof anime to where you're just like, what the hell's happening half the time? That's fair. That's fair. I I've been watching Dragon Ball Z or no Dragon Ball for so long that I remember seeing it on regular TV before my family ever had cable. Oh wow. So I was like five. And just goddamn, I've always loved it. Cause it's a... Uh, as far as animes go, that one, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, super tame. And I think that's why it made such a good introduction for America mm-hmm. to anime. Because it doesn't have like a lot of weird fan service or anything like that. You don't see a lot of boobs and butts and the weird Japanese jokes that usually prevail through anime. So it was, it was nice to dip my toe into the water with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've, I, my cousin was obsessed with it, so he had all the sagas on VHS, and if you remember, those took up a fucking bookcase by themselves. Just for the free saga, you had like 48 uh, VHS It was ridiculous. At least. (laughs) But yeah, I've uh, been an obsessive ever since. Fell out in love with it a little bit after high school, and then uh, once Super started coming out, I really just fell right back into it, started collecting all the DVDs again. And uh, yeah, it's been an unhealthy obsession. But, you know, it helps me get through the day. I found a link back when Super started in Japan, um, and that's how I watched every single episode ever. I started from, like, episode one uh, with this website and just followed every single episode weekly all the way to the... Because uh, wasn't that out for, like, two years in Japan before they started? It was out for, like, coming out to three. They got way ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Before they started the dubs and bringing it back to America. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it's fully finished yet here in America. The, really? Because the there's up to ten be. seasons... Yeah, it goes to 100 and, I think, 32 episodes. But uh, I think they're getting right towards the end, or they just finished recently. No, um, I, I think they've released everything in America then, because they're about 13 to 14 episodes a season. In 10, that'd be about 130, 140 yeah. episodes. Good but the, what was the newest movie? It was Brawly Super, right? Yeah, it's uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. And uh, I was reading some articles recently. It sounds like they're not sure if they're going to continue with the anime, or if they're just going to keep doing movies. Uh, the anime is currently on a hiatus, but they are getting ready to announce, I think, after the Olympics starts, because that's where they're kind of focusing on, is Goku is the Olympics ambassador, 
with a couple other people. Um, so wait, we're talking about in real life, right? Yeah, no, okay, in real life. That's um, fucking like, cool. Goku is movies. the ambassador <laughs> for the twenty twenty Olympics, and he'll. Uh, so they're all taking a break from that because there's a lot of stuff going on in Japan to make everything happen, and they needed a break. I mean, they were at that for four years straight. Ten seasons in four years is fucking ridiculous. And it didn't break down into seasons in Japan like you would think. It was just a nonstop it's, show. They released it like they released the Shonen comics mm-hmm. on, on a weekly to monthly basis. Yep. It, it, Americans are weird like that. They take this Japanese product they're like, we need to break it up into seasons because we need to be able to sell season DVDs. <laughs> it's like, God damn you guys. How far have you gotten? Um, I am right in the middle of the Champa and Beerus tournament that I can't talk properly. The Universe 6 versus 7. Yeah, we can't yeah. talk much about the show because I know a lot more. Um, oh, yes. we're not here for that. We're no. here for a video game. <laughs> let's, let's go to the video game. Oh my God, I know those. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Dragon Ball Z Kakarot? No, but it's a game. I'm sure it would be is? easy to play. Yeah, it's Goku, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's also means carrot, right? Well, I did yeah. watch some of the Boo Saga, just because I was a plump kid and I saw that fat bastard. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome! <laughs> Finally a character I can relate to. <laughs> then he became super annoying and I was like, I don't like you as much. Then he became... Was it... No, because Kid Boo was his final form, right? Yeah, he went from Fat Boo to... to e- and then they split and he became Evil Boo and that's Good evil. Boo. Yeah. And he was like the skinny, ugly, dark thing. Yeah, Evil and Boo then, looks like uh, the people that they put in anti-smoking commercials these yeah. days. <laughs> yes. This is your lung on cancer. And then oh, wait, he lung on cancer. absorbed Fat Boo or Good Boo or whatever and that's right. where he became Super Boo. Right. Which was like the... He was super yeah. buff but he looks like Beavis because it, yeah. it looks like Butthead because he's got no chins. Yeah. <laughs> and then he Shut then up, started absorbing Goku. everybody else and then at one point he got so mad he evolved to his pure evil form of Kid Buu. Gotcha. And oh. Kid Buu was a little monkey. Yes. An angry little monkey. Yeah, that's all he did. And then he became Oob. And he had Gumby reincarnated as Oob. But what the fuck is Oob? We can't yeah. talk about that. Uh, we can because that's Dragon Ball Z and uh... <laughs> shut up Evan. I don't, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> there's canon, there's not canon. We can talk about both if you want. Well, I mean, I, I still hold to the end of Dragon Ball Z as canon, where ten years after the events of the Buu Saga, Goku flies off to train Oob to become the world's guardian, since, you know, Gohan's a little douche who's like, I want to be a scholar. Fact. <laughs> I hate, th- I feel like they did Gohan so dirty oh, uh, yeah. in Dragon Ball Z, because they spent so much time building him up as, like, he's going to replace Goku as the world's hero, and then... As soon as the Cell Saga was done, they were like, nah, we're going to make him the great Saiyaman instead. <laughs> that is by far the second worst character ever in Dragon Ball. Who would you say is the worst? <clears throat> Tyler's watching us like a <laughs> tennis match right now. I have a thing on that one. Um, I know that they keep doing cross things with, I can't pronounce her name, it's this little child, Arale. Um, if you watch... Is that uh, from his other anime, Dr. Slump? Yeah, yeah. It's the little girl who's kind of a robot. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. There was an episode in Super, I think, when they started the transition in the beginning is the baseball game. I don't know if you saw that. Not yet. Because um, that should have happened before the Battle of the Gods and all that. I think it was a promotional. But they randomly throw all his, like some of his other animes into it. And then in Kakarot, she's in there. I um, at the ran end into the her, yeah. Um, then you got to take her to Penguin City. Yeah, Dr. Slump is a really weird anime. I've seen a couple episodes of it. I'm just like, this is from the guy who created Dragon Ball? This makes no sense. I think he created... 
Oh yeah, I Dr. think Slump, that's Dr. Slump is supposed to be Akira Toriyama. Like, it's supposed to be based on him. Yeah, that's from like what that. I've read, That that's exactly it. I think. Don't quote me on it, I don't know. Yeah, um, but anyways, uh, yeah, we're gonna take a quick break right here for uh, a nice little commercial so we can make another penny off of this podcast. Oh boy, a whole hippany. And we're back. So now that we've had that commercial... It'll be fixed in editing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know how this works. <laughs> then why are you laughing? Because. <laughs> it's just funny to me. You made my feel-goods feel bad. <laughs> your one feel-good that was left in your body? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I have none left. I am evil Boo now. Oh, I wish shit. I was that That's skinny. your fault. You, did, you created this. I've created a bad thing. <laughs> All right. Down to brass tacks. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came out in January of this year. It is the first... Or, uh, yeah. It's kind of, I mean, if you go back to the Game Boy games, those were kind of more RPG-ish. But that's because but you couldn't do that kind of combat on those systems. Yeah, but this is the first Dragon Ball RPG game okay, out there. I have to interject, just for one second. Because yes. I was talking to him about this, and it feels like a fever dream at this point, but wasn't there one where it was like an open world one? Because I remember back in the day, like, seeing an E3, like, preview of like, look, you can jump on a cloud and free roam and shit, like... Oh no, so that was Xenoverse. Xenoverse, Xenoverse, Xenoverse that's 2. the one I was thinking it, of. It's kind of Fuck like an me. open world, right. it's not though. It's okay. like you're in this area and you can go to point A, B, 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 blah, blah. You're on the yeah. time patrollers. I um, see. Okay. Well, I'm glad we played that because it was really bugging me. I was like, did I fucking imagine that? See, I never played those because after (laughs) Budokai and Budokai 2, I was like, eh, I'm kind of out of love with Dragon Ball Z games. I don't know. Like, they went this whole time patroller route. I'm not a thousand percent certain if the Xenoverse games are canon or whatever. I mean, you get Jocko in Super. Um, and some other things. Is but, he from Xenoverse? Uh, he's in there. Mm. Um, a lot of Xenoverse jumps into your your character is a person you create and you're a time patrol and you run around with trunks correcting time and the storylines of Dragon Ball Z. That doesn't work though. <laughs> Don't they know anything about time travel? <laughs> I mean, you saw it. You saw what happens when you start messing with time. You get a nice little ring and you break off the universes into other universes and timelines and it just fucks everything up. And then some, for some reason, Trunks now has blue hair instead of purple, and that still hasn't been explained. Don't know that one. That was that's weird for sure. But we digress. No, back to back so, to that question got answered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> while we're going through this review, you guys don't really have to worry about spoilers because if you've watched Dragon Ball, then you know the entire plot to Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. And just in case you don't know, spoilers ahead. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> ahead. Uh, it covers uh, the entirety of the Dragon Ball Z run. Mm-hmm. As it's known in America, in Japan, it's simply just the back half of Dragon Ball. But it starts with the Saiyan saga. Goku introducing his young, like, what, he's like, what, four at the beginning yes, of the series? four years old or so. Uh, introducing his son Gohan to the rest of his friends from when he was a child, when an evil Saiyan comes down from outer space to take over the world. With the crappiest haircut ever. Oh, yeah, with the hair down to his ass, fucking raditz. Looks like Bitch. a hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he looks like Super Saiyan three without the mm-hmm. blonde hair. Yep. I wonder if he'd look like Goku if he went Super Saiyan three, just like regular Goku. His hair just gets all. I short. don't know. He might just turn into like cousin <laughs> it spiky. <laughs> just one freaking. giant spike. Yep. Oh my god, he's a Kakuna. <laughs> <laughs> Metapod. <laughs> but yeah, uh, basic concept of the game is uh, all of your main missions essentially are 
various episodes, like the core episodes of each series from Dragon Ball Z. And in the interim, you can go around, collect these orbs to upgrade your characters, uh, do side missions, which... And one of my favorite things about this game, too, is the way that they incorporated all of your favorite characters from Dragon Ball that just seemed to disappear without a trace once Z started. Like, Aider shows up, uh... The Red Ribbon Army's there, mm -hmm. which they don't even show up until, like, the very end of the Boo Saga, right? Yeah. Uh, peel off and all them. Yeah. Yep. And, uh... Who else? It's, oh, it's launch? It was the Android Saga. Once you started seeing uh, Dr. Giroux come back, because he was Red Ribbon, and that's where everything started coming back. Um, was Pilaf was the head of the Red Ribbon Army, wasn't he? Yeah, he was Emperor Pilaf, him and Mai, and I can't remember the damn dog's name at this point, but they ran around trying to kill Goku and all <laughs> that Get stuff. the Dragon Balls! Let's try and kill this kid with a robot, because that works every time. Yeah, this chubby little kid with his power pole and flying cloud. I think a robot will take him on. It didn't work. Mm -mm. It did, did not work. But yeah, they go through every character um, from Dragon Ball all the way up through. I mean, you get to deal with the Ox King. You get a little bit of his backstory, just a little bit. I, um, especially with <clears> the <throat> memories you could pick up yeah. throughout the entire game. You could pick up these little orbs across the map and it'll give you a little bit of backstory of Dragon Ball and how Goku met whoever the hell he's talking to. And yeah, it'll be like a couple lines of description in that orb with a, a snapshot from the anime and oh god, every time I picked one of those up I was just like, nostalgia! <laughs> <laughs> All over. My bedroom is ruined now. Tyler, go clean yourself up. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, so, yeah, it goes all the way there to the end of the Boo Saga. I haven't played any of the endgame content yet. I've been kind of taking a break because I was going full tilt ahead with that game for so long. Uh, what Care to anything important in the endgame content? There's not a whole lot of important stuff. It's more that you get to go and fight the... Um the super-powered-up villains that are in there, or whatever they call them. Yeah, I remember you um, sent me a screenshot of that level 130 bad guys. Stupid as shit, because when I fought the la the one before them, I was level 95 to 100. And then all of a sudden, boom, they jacked those guys up to 130, and you can't do shit. It's, it's literally a pain in the ass to fight those guys. You have to then go fight all these other things, level yourself up to 130, then fight them, and I'm pretty sure it'll go to 150. Um, they Gross. did incorporate Mira and Toa in the game, which are, I don't know if they were really in the show. I think they're just mostly in video games, but what they are is the, um, they're part of the demon realm. Um, you know how Deborah was the king of the demon realm? Yes. It's almost like Deborah never existed or whatever, and Mira and Toa, um, I want to say Mira is the queen of the demon realm? And what she's trying to do is gather enough energy to create Toa and bring him out and make the demon world rule everything ever. Like, they're in Xenoverse, they're in a couple other games, and it's like, that's the only time I've ever really seen them. I haven't seen them in the TV show, and I'm always like, why the hell are they even a part of this? They're, they're, they're just a video game lore. That's fair. And uh, the red-headed scientist lady from oh, Fighter Z, she, isn't she uh, Dr. Briefs's assistant, like, builds you your training room? Yeah, in, Capsule Corp. <laughs> in Kakarot, they introduced her. Um, she was introduced in uh, Fighter Z. Um, she's Android Twenty One, the she antagonist, her, right? <laughs> yeah, she kept her identity secret, and it was her and her dark side like fighting back and forth. But as an android, her evil side turns into a Majin, like Majin Buu. She looks exactly like him, same clothing style and everything. 
um, and turns people into food and candy and eats them, just like Majin Buu did, which makes no fucking sense. The people over at Toei are getting kind of fucking lazy, aren't they? It, it was very <laughs> interesting, but when I saw her in this game, I was like, what the hell is she doing here? She doesn't have any part in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, the anime whatsoever. <laughs> like, you just showed up in the newest video game. What are you doing here? It's just that one niche fan like playing the game. He's like, yay! <laughs> they did it just for me! And like when you're traveling across the worlds and stuff, you'll see her pop up be like, this isn't where I left my scrubs. I don't know. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> maybe here? And you can go talk to her. Sometimes she'll give you stuff uh, depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, a lot of the mechanics of this game I find really help make it immersive, like having to hunt dinosaurs and elk and stuff like that, and then taking it all back to Chi-Chi, so she makes this ridiculously large meal that in reality would probably feed like 200 people. Like Monster Hunter. And then uh, (laughs) you just get to sit there for 30 seconds watching Goku or whoever you're playing as just devour like 200 people's worth of food. And like, you get 15 plates stacked up, and they're just like, oh yeah, I feel good. I'd be like puking every single time. Yeah, but what's or great die. is anytime you do that, uh, ridiculous stat boosts for throughout yes. the game for like strength, attack, defense, uh, experience earned, key like attack, key defense, all that stuff. Yeah, it, And you could stack them too, so if you eat like five meals, you get these massive boosts for like it says three minutes, but it's definitely not three well, minutes. It's, it's like 30. It's three minutes if you're eating the individual dishes. But if you do the full course meal, I think it's 15 minutes. Mm, that makes sense. So where does the RPG... Can you, like, customize your gear and stuff? Is there, like, stats for, like, your abilities and shit? Or? Um, as you level up, your power increases, all this stuff. But then you have to go and learn your attacks. Okay. So if you want to do Kamehameha, uh, you have to go learn it, and then Super Kamehameha, and so on and so and forth. And the Guided Kamehameha, Limit and all Breaker, that stuff. all of it. You okay. gotta, there, there's a stat tree, or a skill tree you have to go down and unlock. Yeah. Um, items? Equipping? Not? No, not really. Not really. It's not. It's like an RPG light, would be the best way yeah. to describe it. No, that's it. fair. That's fair. That's it I would mean, be cool if you could uh, change the gear, though, because I'd have uh, Goku rocking... Um, different geese and stuff like yeah. that, especially if they had different stats to them. Like, That's where Xenoverse comes in, though. You can change everything to make yourself better. Xenoverse, uh, I never got to play that one, but it's, I heard it's kind it's of wacky. poopy. It's wacky. That's the best way to put it. You can fight with people online, go do missions and stuff like that, but it's definitely wacky. Um, but, yeah, and outside of that, one of the complaints I have about... Um, Kakarot is that I feel like it gets it takes too long to unlock everything you can do in the game. I'm not talking about skills and stuff like that. Just like everything you're allowed to do during the intermissions it takes too long to get there to where everything's available to you. You're almost done with the game by the time you're like, oh look, you finally get three wishes on the fucking Dragon Ball. Yeah, and then you mi- if you miss a mission randomly, I actually did that. I missed two missions with uh, the general back in the, the, the first saga. Oh, the Saiyan saga? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. It's like General Sauer or something like that. Um, he is now forever grayed out in my storyline and somebody else as well. Oh, bro, the, the Crane out. School. Yeah, the Crane Master. School um, so if you miss him, you're screwed. Do every single side mission. Um, it's always fun to make the game super easy, go through, power up, higher than everything else, and you'll just wipe the floor with him. You experience that. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I've done a couple missions where... Like, my guy's solid 10 levels ahead of the enemy and uh, didn't get touched once during the fight. Just whipped the ever-living shit out of them. 
And that is one thing that this game does really well. I I can see a lot of people out there wanting to complain that the controls are really dumb because they're super simple. It's B to punch, X to shoot key, Y to charge up your energy. And then to do special attacks, it's like left bumper and B or left bumper and A. Yeah. And while it's really simple and can get kind of repetitive while you're playing it, Oh my god, it makes you feel like you are playing as these characters. Like, anytime you're like, I'm going to power up to Super Saiyan 3, you do it, and then you're just like, oh, I feel powerful now. It's, I would equate it to the first time you swing through the city as Spider-Man in the PS4 game, where you're like, I'm fucking Spider-Man. Come at me, bro. That transition is so smooth as fuck. I can't talk. Transition, but... Yeah. Yeah, the, um... The AI, as well, is really good when you're fighting the enemies because it, it gives you a challenge. Even with the buttons being super simple, um, they'll dodge your attacks. They'll they'll screw you over, too. If you're charging up, they'll jump at you and beat your ass um, and back and forth. But it's not so difficult that you're breaking your controller. Right. There was one fight, but that was because I was woefully unprepared for it because I didn't have any money, so I couldn't buy any potions or anything like that. And it was a really strong boss fight, so I was like, "Mother!" But then I beat him, and then I just mopped the floor with the rest of them after that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Wow, I can't believe I got so angry." Oopsie. Yeah, there's a couple times in the game you're like, you're going through, you're wiping everybody, and then you get to one guy, and he just beats the shit out of you. You're like, "What just happened? Everything was so easy <laughs> until this point." That was great. And then you realize he's like three levels ahead above you, and you're just like, "And those three levels will make a difference." Yeah. It's if you're ridiculous. five levels um, and you use a super attack or any energy attacks, it just does one, one damage. damage. It's so bad. You're sitting there like, I made a mistake. <laughs> you're like, I officially threw a potato at him. It was a spirit ball the size of the planet, but it did the damage of a Nerf football. It, you just got to go when you see that and you're just like, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's been some times where I was like, oh, training mission, recommended 75 I'm 70. Fuck it, let's try it. <laughs> and when you're doing the training missions, you don't get any of your uh, ally characters. It's just you, usually versus like four or five people. At once. And <laughs> they will just unleash all of their super attacks at you, like right one after the other. And you're just like, I made a mistake. <laughs> I'm gonna die. And you can only dodge so much. He's like, oh god. Yeah, I learned that if, if if you do end up getting in that spot, just start beating the shit out of them with punches. Oh, yeah. Do more damage that way, and then just bounce around as much as you can to avoid them. Oh, yeah. That, that's like 5% of the time. <laughs> it, it, the fight will be like 20 minutes long, and you'll probably only get an A ranking on it, but eh, whatever works. And the make, ranking system makes no sense. <laughs> I was like, yeah, is really, an A good, or does that just stand for S? Well, S is the highest rank, so you basically got uh, a B, because the Japanese are fucking weird like that. <laughs> So that's yeah. a that's a very, like I would say a very sure marker of when you're playing a game that was meant for a Japanese audience. Because like if you play any of the Yakuza series, the fights are like that too, where they're all ranked. You get a like an F to an S ranking on it, and just like every any game I've ever played that was intended for a Japanese audience and not made purely for an American audience has that rating system in it, and I never understand it. Speaking of, and I forgot to text you. <coughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, he's been he's been babying that beer for like just, an hour, and you're like watching. Just, just drink the fucking beer. <laughs> drink, just drink it. Um, I'm sorry, I'm really hungover today. <laughs> I guess supposedly the next Yakuza is supposed to be like a turn-based game. I, I meant to text you that. Like, yeah, they took out all the fucking 
the the combat the brawling. It's like a yeah, it's like a strategy game now. I've never played the Yakuza. They're really. He's the only fun. motherfucker I know on this planet that played them, and I had to watch. So that's why I was. I we were streaming texting. them at the time, and it but, got kind of boring. Just they're not fun games to stream because it's. 90% dialogue. Jesus Christ, if I'd have known that, it would have been like, no, we should play more Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's also more dialogue. No, that was a bad choice. I like playing those games. It's just, uh, it's one of those where it's at, it's at its worst in the first, like, two hours of the game where they're trying to introduge all the mechanics and set up the story and everything. Exposition. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Where he's just like, for the love of God, I just want to fight somebody. I am Yoshimitsu. This is my chair. His backstory is sad and long. <laughs> no, please! <laughs> he was once a proud <laughs> bolsa wood tree. That Quantum Break game is all that. The one I was talking to you about. Oh, the yeah. The TV show one. Yeah, it's uh, half check that out. It's it's cool, but it goes. it's it's all freaking dialogue. You get to run around, do a couple things, and you're listening to stories or finding stories and reading stories and all this shit. And then you go through Act 1, then you have a 30-minute TV show. All about a story! Well, <laughs> it's really cool, um, but well, it, and the mechanics did, are cool too. They just released another game called Control, like last year, that I wanted to check out. It was like super under the radar, but I, every review I see, they say it's fucking fantastic. But hmm. she's got like a weird pistol that can form it. It looks really cool. I just check out a trailer for it because that might be next on my list of games to play. So, back to Kakarot. Back to Kakarot. <laughs> Kakarot <too. laughs> I I need games I need that. By the stupid trim. Stupid trim. I'm going to. Let you guys indulge in your nerd fuckery. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you for allowing that. <laughs> he I'll gave go us back the endorsement. into my hole now. <laughs> um, what, what would you say your favorite part of uh, Kakarot is? I, I've always loved the Frieza saga. Um, I'm the type of the, the Dragon Ball Z nerd who will play every single saga in English except for the Frieza saga. I can't take Frieza seriously when he sounds like a chick. It's so funny. His laugh is in incredibly different in the Japanese version than it is in the uh, American version. I personally think the American ver- uh, dub sounds like freaking gay Hannibal Lecter. He's just like <laughs> it's just it's just bad but there's a, there's a persona about Frieza, Frieza's voice in Japan that is just more evil feeling. Even if he sounds like a girl I mean he is a fucking alien race that doesn't have sex. Right. They're asexual whatever they reproduce however the hell they reproduce but yeah. Um, and they're always butt-ass naked. <laughs> but Tis true. They don't have any junk. They're smooth as Ken dolls. Yeah, if you, if you listen to it, go through and just listen to the, the voice actor. I think it's 10,000 times better than the little shrimp guy who does the English dub. Um, whereas everybody else's voice in the English uh, version is much better. Um, granted, the actress who has been voicing Goku the entire time... For an old ass lady, yeah, the Japanese version is a woman. Well, they're talking about the American. No, 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 like, no that's Sean. Damn. Sean is Sean is the uh, <laughs> American old. version. But um, who's to me? She, it's a lady that does that. Woman has lungs. Has she yeah. been doing it since Dragon since Ball? Since Dragon Ball, like, she is the original voice actor for Goku. Always. Holy that's shit. fucking awesome. And she just, man, I'm you hear the screaming, the screaming scenes and shit. That's an old woman doing it. That's fucking awesome. Imagine Super Saiyan three when he was going to that crap. You have an old lady sitting there like. Whereas, you know, the English version, same thing, but those guys just get it. I mean, little, little tiny Japanese lady. Hmm. I'd say, personally, for me, Dragon Ball's the one series where I feel like the American dub puts as much heart and energy into it as uh, the Japanese dub. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of animes, you'll listen to the English one and you're like, you guys aren't even fucking trying. And then you listen to the Japanese one and you're like, okay. 
that that sounds better. Like the anger in the voice matches the face and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Dragon Ball is the only one, hands down, that I will watch English dub only because that's how I grew up with it. And I'm like, I just can't bring myself to listen to it in Japanese. I think it stuck for me more though is when Super came out. I couldn't watch it in English, so I was watching it all in Japanese. So you just and got used when to you it. hear Frieza the first time, you're like. Ooh, I kind of got chills. I never knew he laughed like that. And that's what you're supposed to and I was sound like, like. Okay, and their their mouths moved to it, and all this other stuff. And you start uh, you start listening to it, and then you hear Goku do his laugh in Japanese instead of the English version, and it's completely different too. Because uh, I think in English he's just like ha, 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 ha. in Japan it's like ha, ha, ha. it's it's different entirely. So you get a different personality. Yeah. One thing I've noticed lately too, and. Um, a lot of people don't like GT because of how goofy that anime is. One thing I've been noticing watching Super is that is way more goofy than fucking Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z or even GT from what I've seen. So what do you think it is that makes Super so much more likable than GT was? It's a different type of goofy. It's more fun goofy, whereas I personally think GT was... Let's follow this child around, getting into shenanigans with a miniature robot. And then all of a sudden, her grandpa gets turned into a child. And then they're running around fighting a bad guy called Baby. And then all of a sudden, they have to go back. And the panties wish or whatever caused the Dragon Balls to go gross and create seven dragons of doom. And, yeah. It got weird. It got really, really <laughs> weird. I, I like the Super Saiyan 4 aspect of the entire show. I think oh, that could awesome. Oh, I thought it was the coolest look ever. Because um, it's the most primal and just gritty uh, Super Saiyan out there. But I think they could have managed it so much better. Um, the comedy wasn't there for me. Like I said, when I say goofy, it was. It almost just felt like immature Dragon Ball. Um, where it's just like, that's fair. Eh, we're just gonna go run around. We gotta find these balls, and then you got this stupid fucking robot running. It was it was bad. And it from what I've seen off. of GT, it, 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 it for some reason the way they were animating it like embodies all the worst parts of the '90s, like Pan with her fucking looking like a Doc Martens lesbian with a wallet <laughs> chain and jean shorts on. Exactly, exactly right. And the only thing that even looks remotely like Dragon Ball is Goku in his little wrong colored gi. I always hated that. The blue and mustard yellow. Yeah, and then, I mean, Vegeta coming out in fucking jeans. Yeah, what? Like skin tight booty jeans, bro. <laughs> it's like, what is that? <laughs> the Prince of All Saiyans. <laughs> Gross. Like, I like, did not like the way he looked And the weird all. mustache they gave him. Yep. They, they, they changed all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, Vegeta throughout the time, he, he he changes. He's evil, and then he's like, fuck everybody. And then he starts getting a family, and then Boo series happens, and he turns to Majin. Nobody controls me. Fuck everybody. Kills everyone. Um, and then he starts getting more humility. In Super, even, he changes a little bit more. Yeah, he's still he's got still his pride. He's still an asshole. <laughs> but he is more in line with Goku than ever. Um, he's finally, con- like, he knows who he is. He's, he's getting better at it. Um, but... It's. I just never liked GT. I, I, I don't like it. I tried watching it again on Crunchyroll or wherever the hell it was, and I was like, nope, mm-mm. <laughs> I canceled just, it. Uh, with GT, I'd never understood why they would want to take this huge cast of characters that you have and love from Dragon Ball Z and then boil it down to a version of Trunks we don't really like, Pan... Bless <coughs> you, sir. Oh, God, what the... <laughs> but, yeah, it's... Uh, Tiny Child Goku, which, eh, if if we're going to have that, I'd rather actually be Kid Goku, because there's a very uh, striking difference between mm-hmm. 
Goku turned back into a kid and Goku is a kid from Dragon Ball. Because he was a little fat kid in that show. They changed everybody's artwork. I mean, like, Gohan and Goten, if you look at them, I think the only real difference between their looks was their hair direction. <laughs> I think Gohan's was like, boom, spiky to the right, and Goten's was spiky to the left. And uh, their their characters just didn't mesh. It's almost like fusion never existed, all this weird stuff um, between But doesn't them. Gogeta show up in... Uh, yeah, yeah, Gogeta GT? does, but I don't think really Trunks and Goten do much with that. Um, I can't recall off the top of my head if they do. Uh, but no, you're, you're talking about Gotenks. I'm talking yeah, about Gogeta. No, Gogeta does. That's how they beat um, Baby, Omega right? Shenron. Oh, Omega Shenron. There yeah, we go. Yeah, Baby was just, he turned into the Golden Grade Ape and Ooh. they beat the shit out of him. That sounds like a really good Chinese buffet, the Golden Grade Ape. I know, right? I'm I want some man Chinese now. now. I mean, it's so good. Great Wall Buffet's right down it's the true. street. We could. Mm. Do that go hit that up after this. Oh, <laughs> sorry, folks. We're planning lunch while recording a podcast. Sorry, Golden Grade Ape got in our minds. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I think GT just threw it all off, and I hope to God. I know they're already talking about the DLC for Kakarot. It's going to be. I'm going to call it. I'm theorizing it. Theorizing it. Whatever. It's going to be super. Um, Specifically, going Battle of Gods. Battle right? of Gods and Resurrection F. That's going to be one release for the. That would make sense. Um, I would like to posit an alternate theory, and I have no facts to base this on. I'm just thinking out loud with it. What if they started a- adapting the movies from the Dragon Ball Z run? Like, the Tree of Life and all those, like, the real old ones. So, that would be fine. They'd have to go with the canon ones. So, the old Broly movies, Broly was never canon up until the last movie. Yep. Um there was just so much stuff. Like, there's a bunch of different characters who are not canon. You're saying that because this game is supposed to be 100% canon. Like, they're not including anything that's ever been considered non-canon, mm-hmm. Well, right? except for 21, which blows my fucking mind that she's in there. I Somebody get a Toriyama on the phone. We need to ask him about yeah, that. Right? <laughs> somebody ask that question to him. Um, but I think that's where they're going to go. They're going to go down that... Uh, the Gods of Destruction. See, Frieza. honestly, I think I'd rather have him do the movies as opposed to Super, because I think Super's long enough at this point that you could make a full game out of it. I don't think they will. I think this is going to be it, and they're just going to branch on it, and then you're going to get, like, Kakarot 2, or maybe you're going to get and, Vegeta. I mean, that makes sense, because it could be, uh, you know, their sensibilities with games like that are much different than ours, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the American sensibility is, hey, we've got a hit. We need to turn this into a franchise. Japan is more like, hey, this is doing really well. Let's keep releasing more content for it so it keeps doing well. Oh, yeah. sure. Coughs in Final Fantasy. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm so excited for that. We'll talk about that on a different day. Oh, the, Final the Fantasy 7 release? I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, it looks good, and I like that they're taking the hack and slash mechanics of Kingdom Hearts and mm-hmm. throwing that in. It's like, yeah, I want to feel powerful with that buster sword. Exactly. Um, I've been a lot of jerking it during this <laughs> fucking podcast. I'm sorry. This room it's is covered in ectoplasm. <laughs> but uh, I, I personally believe that if they go the super route, I think it would be a cool idea to have those as like episodes inside the game, like branch off, boom, Tree of Might, or have a flashback type series where you go into. I don't fucking know. I'm trying to remember. There's so many goddamn movies for the Dragon Ball Z franchise. Um, I mean, you got, like you said, the Tree of Might, Turtles, and all them. Um, And then you go into, like, Janemba. Well, I don't know. Is Janemba? No, Janemba was a movie. Uh, Yeah, you go, unless that was GT. I can't remember. Um, But, yeah, there's all sorts of enemies and shit that pop up into different games. 
Um, one game I do play that's still Dragon Ball Z on the phone is that damn Doken battle. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm just I can't, I'm addicted to this stupid game. Um, but they incorporate all these different games and all these different sh- uh, episodes, movies, everything into it. Um, but I think it's going super. I honestly do. I think it's going to go to the movies. I mean, it makes movies. sense. It'll go the entirety of Super, and then it will go to um, Broly. Because Broly takes place, like, three months after uh, Super finishes. Really? Yeah, it's like that quick or something like wow. that. Wow. They're, they're on Earth, and that's where Freeze is like, oh, I found somebody, it's cool. And that's that's where it all falls. I kind of, is it from Super or Dragon Ball Z, where the characterization of Broly is, Goku's literally the reason why he went insane? That was the movie's. Okay, so that's that was the, the old, non-canon. Yeah, that's the non-canon ones where Broly and Kakarot were next to each other and they're sleeping, or they're uh, incubation pods, whatever the hell you want to call it. Right. And Goku wouldn't stop fucking crying and crying and crying, and that's all Broly heard all the time. That's why he hates Kakarot so much. He can never rest. He can never sleep. Whereas the new Broly, he's just freaking nuts. Um, his power level was way higher than Vegeta's and uh, King Vegeta wasn't having it so he banished the child to a small remote planet um where he had to survive and kill these weird aliens so he's doomsday essentially yeah. without the dying repeatedly yeah so he he goes there and his dad um then goes there with uh and, and raises him and all this stuff tries to help contain him he goes berserk uh, berserk or super saiyan which everybody calls the legendary no it's it's literally berserker status um, Which that's his full control. Green-haired of. Super Saiyan, right? It, it's kind of green, yeah. Um, it's where they can't control anything. They mm. just go and attack and attack and attack. If you want, so it basically super, just become a feral beast. Can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm gonna give a big spoiler to him. I can't do that. <laughs> Please don't. Nope. I, I just I got Funimation. Earmuffs, Mike. I want to hear because I don't care. All right, um, earmuffs, earmuffs. <laughs> earmuffs. Step out of the room. <laughs> Yeah, it means nothing to me, but all right. (laughs) You'd have to watch it. But, okay, you're good. Um, But Broly essentially does all this stuff, and then... You know I'm going to hear all that when I edit the podcast, right? Of course. (laughs) Just just clear that part out. Just erase it from your mind. Smoke it away. (laughs) But, uh... So, that all goes into uh, these two people finding the, the planet Broly's on. Frieza knew about it the whole time where he was, because that's where they sent him or whatever, and once Frieza actually finds out how powerful he is, because two characters go pick him up from the planet, bring him back to Frieza, like, oh, we found these two Saiyans, and remember, Saiyans don't really exist, exist anymore. anymore, besides Goku and Vegeta, um, and all those who keep causing Frieza hell. So Frieza's like, all right, let's go back to Earth and see what they're made of. So, have you seen the movie? No. No, yet. well, I'm just going to spoil the whole damn movie for you. Yeah, fuck it. Let's so that's where Broly comes it. into canon. Broly was not... Mad at Kakarot. Broly was just crazy and did what his dad said and all this other stuff. So his dad's like, get him, fight him. They caused us problems because King Vegeta sent Broly away and banished to exile on right. the planet. So Broly's dad, I think it's, I can't remember the hell his name is. Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> um, I'll find it out. But essentially what he did was banish him to that planet. Pissed off that guy, and that guy then wanted revenge on Vegeta. Mm-hmm. So they go to. I'm mad at your dad. Now you die. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> so he sticks Broly on him, and all of a sudden, boom, boom. You know, Goku's always like, "Oh, let's play rock paper scissors, see who fights him first. Because Goku always wants to fight fools. Gets, right. As they say in Japan, I'm getting heated. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but it's literally what he says. This is he fired me up. I gotta go fight him. And Goku's weird that way. I think he gets off on it. Oh um, yeah. 
But, so that's where that all goes on. And Goku and Vegeta fight and fight and fight, probably become super fucking powerful, and that's where fusion for those two become canon. Oh. Because Gogeta was never canon. It was always Vegito, and then you got Gotenks. Right. So Goku and Vegeta, they go through a big old argument in the movie where they're like, oh, we got a fuse. And, you know, Vegeta's like, I'm not fucking dancing. Fuck you, man. That's 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 some that's some immature shit. Can't and do we're it. not doing those damn earrings either. And uh, <laughs> they whoop the ever-loving shit out of Broly at that point. They were going to go to kill him. Didn't happen. So I hope that's exactly where everything goes. I think it go, I hope it goes super. You deal with all that shit. You get all the different power-ups, you know, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan, blah, 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 blah. I had to explain that, I think, to you or somebody else about how, what Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan is. Yeah. They call it Super Saiyan God because he is the god of the Super Saiyans. It's base form Goku, essentially, but God. With red hair. And then he he's like, boom, boom, boom. So imagine black hair, but now it's red. So then when he powers up to go Super Saiyan, it goes blue, which they call Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. It's stupid. It's convoluted. It should have just been saying God Super Saiyan or whatever. It's it's convoluted. <laughs> y'all y'all have pamphlets on this shit? No. Or? I mean, there's All Google. Right. Google. We have classes on it. I teach a course on Dragon Ball Z 101 and Dragon Ball Super 102. <laughs> which is weird that they gave me the next level up for Super when I haven't finished the series. But you know, fake it till you make it. Exactly. Um, so I'm trying to find this dude's name. Are any major complaints about Kakarot though? Now that we're we've exhausted the other avenues, not really complaints. Um, I, it was a long game, honestly. I mean, I got sucked into that game. I played for like eight hours a day because I just liked it, and then I'd get into the side quests. Um, I think the fishing part was a cool little idea, but in the long run, it was fucking stupid. It got annoying when after a while. It got super annoying when you're like, oh, you gotta go catch three of these fish, so you're stuck for 40 minutes trying to catch a fucking fish. And you're catching shit. every kind of fish but that yep, one. Yeah, and then you get lucky. And, and then I found out there's different ways you can catch fish. You can go to these little islands, find seagulls, dive under the water, and all of a sudden you catch fish. It's it, That's probably my gripe. Yeah. Small shit like that that didn't really need to be in the game. Just filler Or shit. not, yeah, filler shit. didn't need to be such a big part of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say that. I felt like the side quests got a little repetitive from time to time, too. Like, hey, I need you to go find these ingredients for me. Or, hey, I need you to go find these minerals for me. Or, hey, just fight these guys. Which, I, if so they fighting all, were all right. Well, yeah, because that's what you're here to do. I'm here to fuck shit up. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I didn't quite like the new Gohan they got, because that definitely wasn't the Gohan from the anime. No. And also I noticed they weren't using the same Goten as uh, the one they have for Super right now for the English dub. Oh, I'm not sure. Like I said, I didn't play a whole lot of the English, um, English dub on it. Um, I do know Bulma's gone, um, the Japanese actress. She passed away. That's unfortunate. Oh, um, I don't know if you saw my text message today. The Latin American voice for um, Gohan was murdered today. That's last night. fucking horrifying. Um, so I wanted to just bring that up a little bit because that's sad as hell. Um, his name was Luis Alfonso Mendoza. Um, according from context, he was killed during a dispute with a tenant who was renting a studio space from him. Um, the assailant also murdered his wife, brother-in-law. It's not clear that the shit is in custody. fucking sucks, man. Yeah. Um, that was the first Damn. news I got, and that's Dragon Ball Z related, so... It just that's unfortunate. Touching for his family. Um, thoughts and prayers and all that. Fucking A. Yeah, sorry. Damn. Sorry for the downer. No, that's... Well, that's... 
it's just a bummer regardless. I mean... Mexico, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking scary. Yeah, so... Um, I think it was Gohan's actor. Did I say that? I believe you did, yes. Yeah, Gohan's Latin Spanish VA. Yeah. Um, we've lost a bunch, like a couple people in the Dragon Ball Z community um, recently. Mm, and then there's that Rickman Ramamaba guy who voiced Brawly, who yep. got the boot oh, yeah, because for sexual his, harassment yep. bullshit. So they changed his voice. Which was okay. Because the movie was already done. Oh, Vic. His name's Vic, not Rick. I've been watching a lot of Rick and Morty lately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, all in all, I, I can't hate on the game. I loved every aspect. I know a lot of people hated the repetitiveness of it. Um, but I mean, I it's just like I've... the show. The show gets pretty repetitive, but if you love it, you fucking love it. Exactly. And the biggest thing that the game did was that you always wondered, what the hell is Chi-Chi doing? They teach you. They show you what she's doing. She's worrying about everybody. She's cooking. She's helping save people. I don't know if you ever got to that side quest. That one lady who always gives you food when you're going home oh, or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, yeah. Come to find out, Chi-Chi helps protect people of the community. She goes out and fights and stuff like that while also forcing studies, forcing Gohan to study, which is ridiculous. I don't know. She used to be a fighter and shit back in the day, you know, and now she's like, you gotta fucking study being Scarlet. Don't be saving the world. Fuck that. So, I mean, when up. you've seen your husband die like five times... <laughs> That's his own fault and his choice, too. He stayed dead because... He's like, I'm done coming back to life. Mm -hmm. It puts the Earth in more trouble than it's worth. One thing I didn't remember happening was... Um, Elder Kai giving his life to Goku to bring him back to life. I don't remember that either, but that made sense because at the beginning of Super... Uh, all the Kais have the halos over yeah, their heads. and I had no clue that's what happened. Um, until I watched the or was playing the game, I was like, "Wow, that was blanked out of my memory." It's like Goku um, instant teleportation straight to the Kai's planet where Gohan's training, and Gohan's not enough. So Elder Kai's like, "I'm gonna give you my life," and when they kill him, it was so stupid. He's like, "Okay, bud," and then all of a sudden Goku's halo goes away, and then uh, Elder Kai's like, "And I'm back." And he comes up, and he's got a halo. I was like, that's... That shit was so ridiculous. <laughs> that's fantastic. It was I, literally how he died. He's just like... <laughs> I, I have a confession to make. This is the first time heard on this podcast or anywhere. I've never actually watched the Majin Buu saga. I got really burnt out after the Cell games. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's actually a really good saga. Yeah. There's a lot of filler in it, but it's really good. The game made this, the saga go by really quick, I felt. They cut a lot of filler out, yeah. in, thankfully, because that game would have been over 100 hours if they had made it exactly like the series. Yeah, and they do that a lot. So different cutscenes, you'll have, like, this happened, this happened, this happened, and then you're five years later, here you go. Um, that's that's literally where I was like, oh, I wanted to play that moment. but Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, the boo saga was cut, for sure. You'd all of a sudden, boom. Here's this boo, here's this boo, here's this boo. All of a sudden, you're Vegito, which I was so sad that Vegito was like a one-time fight. Right. Like, I was looking forward to it. ass once, and all of a sudden, brr, brr, you're no longer him. You're like, ah, oh, oh. I really enjoy Because that's the most powerful form of Goku and Vegeta there is. He's a monster. Mm, I'd have to... That's debatable. I don't know if it's 100%, because... In the show, they're like, oh, the Patara earrings are a hundred times more powerful than the fusion. But it's like back and forth. People think Gogeta is like so much stronger than Vegito, but it's it's just back and forth. Yeah, there's two different versions. There's okay. earrings. <laughs> yeah, there's earrings that one will wear on the their Patara. left ear, the other will wear on their right ear, and that fuses them. And then there's the fusion dance, which is 
the most Japanese thing I've ever seen. Have you ever in my seen life. the fusion dance? Yeah, I, I believe so. Like fusion, <laughs> yes. And they yeah. turn into one person. You only just dips exactly, <laughs> and then they explode. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then they turn into super hunk. Yes, or super fat, or super skinny. If they mess up, it's one of those two. Oh, I vaguely remember. Oh, man, it's been a long time. Yeah. I'm going to have to get you caught up, Mr. Tyler. <laughs> when you Hell watch no, Broly, you'll actually laugh rage. about that because they do the fusion, and they have to do it multiple times. Because <laughs> they keep fucking up. <laughs> but there's a scene, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to spoil it, I have to. There's a scene where um, Goku and Vegeta know they're outmatched by Broly, so they go falling ass, and Broly's chasing them, and they fly right by Frieza, and they're like, have fun, Frieza! And, <laughs> That's and, actually and you watch this fight scene, Frieza and Broly are fighting, and you know that it takes 30 minutes for the fusion to stop, and then they have to refuse, so Frieza gets his ass kicked for over an hour by Broly <laughs> before Gogeta shows up to fight. And it's just the whole time you see Frieza just like getting his ass kicked. And I mean, they say it differently in the American version, but if you listen to it in Japanese, dude, you'll pee your pants. It's so funny what they say to him. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's funny. <laughs> I'll let you borrow it. I own it. Excellent. I appreciate it. But, uh,. Well, any more thoughts on the video game? I think if you really like Dragon Ball Z and you know the lore, go play it, period. Um, If you don't know too much, it spoils a shit ton of stuff. I Um, mean, uh, my buddy RJ is actually using Dragon Ball Z Kakarot as a substitute for not having watched the series. It's a smart move. But if if you've never seen it fully before, you don't really understand it, it can confuse the shit out of you. Because they do leave some stuff out that you kind of have to connect yourself. Yeah, there's some Dragon Ball lore you kind of need to know that just never gets discussed. Mm -hmm. And it'll make some of the scenes confusing where you're like, wait, what? And then? But, yeah, I, I... Personally, it's one of my it's my favorite Dragon Ball Z game that's ever come out. Oh, definitely. Um, in my mind, it's an eleven out of ten for Dragon Ball Z stuff. I mean, if you're just all about fuck it, fight it, go play the other games. But this one is by far. It a really uh, one of the things I really <laughs> like too is it fills out the geography for you mm-hmm. of where everything's located on this world because the the terrains are all so different, vast. Like you've got deserts, you've got forests, you've got you know, islands, mm-hmm. uh, you've got big metropolises, and so finally seeing where all how all that is laid out on a map was really cool to me. What I'm glad they kept with, this is the biggest thing, is they kept the names true. So, like, Mr. Satan. Yeah. He's not Hercule. Hercule was the American change because Satan's bad. And it was the stuff. 90s in America. So they decided to keep his name Mr. Satan. Or it's Mr. Satan, however the hell you want to pronounce it. Um, they but, say Satan in the yeah. game and the series. Serena Bell. That's Serena Bell. That's the dude with the big handlebar mustache. Yeah, yeah big handlebar mustache and the Jufro. Yeah. 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 Um, but okay. I always okay. thought it was weird because I would go back between certain games and they're like, Mr. Satan. I was like, who the hell is Mr. Satan? And she was like, no, that's Hercule. Because we were always taught that because they didn't want to do this, this, and that. Right, right. Um, and there was so much censoring that was done in the Dragon Ball lore um, back in the day, whereas now they're like, screw it, fuck it. Um, we're in the t- day and age where we see all sorts of crap happen. And what, you're going to call somebody Mr. Satan or Hercule? Come on. Right. Just right. a name. Um, and he's the biggest puss in the world. <laughs> and he's got a weird, like, almost homosexual bromance with Boo in Super. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, I, you got to watch the rest of Super and we'll have to talk all about that later because there's so much shit that you're going to see that will make you happy. Excellent. It'll piss you off, but it'll make you happy, too. I'm with it. I'm, uh... And if anybody doesn't like Super, <clears throat> suck my dick, because I think it's fantastic. The best thing since Z came out. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I, I, I sent you that screenshot of uh, Super Saiyan God Goku 
uh, screaming in Beerus's ears. I thought that was the <laughs> funniest one frame of animation I've ever seen in my him, life. Man. It's uh, see if I can. <laughs> they're just going up. back and forth. They're fighting and fighting and fighting. They're on equal ground and like. Beerus pulls Goku's hair. Goku pulls his tail. They're yelling at each other. Then Goku grabs Beerus's big ear, just screams in it, and it's just stupid. <laughs> it's it's pure anime in its in its best form. Goofy, goofy, weird shit. Let's see where is it. You know what? I will wait till we're done recording this podcast to show it to you, just because I don't want there to be a bunch of dead. Oh nope, found it. Hey, there we go. Look at that. But yeah, that. Yeah. It's just like right in the middle of this fight, and the and it's a serious fight. The purple Goku cat's is. gonna destroy the world if Goku loses, like, right? Because right. he's a destroyer god. Like that's all he's meant to do is destroy things. And then they're in the middle of the fight, just. <laughs> to be fair, I think you should literally listen to some of it in Japanese because Beerus sounds so much more ominous in Japanese. Whereas you know when he pulls uh, does the destroy or whatever because he says destroy um, I think yeah. in the American version. Whereas in Japan he says Hakai and it's like super deep and evil sounding. And this freaking black purple orb comes out to destroy shit. Hmm. And uh, that the way they use the destroy word in Japanese is just like ugh. I like the way he uh, he kicks that ball at Goku like a, like it's a fucking soccer ball. He's doing a bicycle kick. Yeah, just, that's, the, that's the Hakai power. That's the god of destroy. Like if it touches things or certain things that don't have like a god power, it erases them. You got through the future trunk saga, right? Oh yeah, Zamasu and all that. Yeah. When he's all like goodbye and just erases him, it's because he wasn't at a full god power. Mm. And it's, mm. if you can't fight it, you're fucked. All right. Well, goddamn. I know we didn't spend as much time talking about Kakarot as I expected, but <laughs> at the same... Stevils and the whole... I, I learned shit from this, so... Well, I'm not only that, but it. there really isn't that much to talk about the game, so... It's good. It's a good game. Um, it's got a lot of context, a lot of story. And if you're it's, looking for getting your $60 worth, like, I put in almost 70 hours in this game already. You bought me that That's huge these days. I did. That was yeah, your Christmas, you, Christmas present. Yeah, thank you so much for that. It was the best gift I have ever had in like the last 10 years and well well worth it because I think I spent so much time in front of my computer playing that damn game oh one thing I do want to bring up before we finish this uh the oh what's it called uh that bar on the side that when it's full if you charge your key long enough like it doubles your oh power. yeah where you limit break yourself yeah uh the limit breaker finishers when you use a key attack I yeah. didn't get that until the boo saga like I didn't do my first one Same. until the boo saga and Holy yeah, dude, if you, if you end it, so you power up, like, you go full power, and then you go beyond full power, and it's like, bah! and if you do a super attack that kills them, it's like this big cinematic situation where it's like, boom, hits them, and they're like, you see this Kamehameha wave literally flying off the planet, like, it cuts to a shot from space, and you just see this big energy blast flying off into space, and you're just like, it makes you I feel, feel like a great. god. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. And then they have different ones. Like if you use a super spirit bomb or whatever and it kills him while you do that, it shows the spirit bomb on the planet and then it's like... Oh, yeah. It looks like a, it looks like you're watching a dozen nukes go off from space. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's a wonder that the Earth is even still intact anymore. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball's brought back so many fucking times. <laughs> That's true. God bless the Namekians. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, bottom line, great game. Don't Yeah, so I would say at the end of the day, if you're... Looking for a change of pace from a lot of the games coming out these days? Check it out. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, definitely check it out. Uh, if you're not much into those style of games and not a fan of Dragon Ball, then you're probably not going to like this game. No, I'm going to say check it out. I mean, I, I'd still say check it out, but you're probably not going to like it. 
Penis! So that <laughs> so well, means you have to play it now so you understand. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day. All right. Well, that's where we're going to end it for today. So, Evan, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Yes, sir. Thanks, Absolutely. man. I hope to come back. Tyler. Hey. Thanks for being here as it always. It was a hoot. And a hauler. And a hauler. Don't forget the hauler. All right. We're uh, probably going to go get some Chinese buffet now. So, have a good day, folks. Fuck yeah. <laughs>